Hey, it's Jen. Welcome to Your Business Calling. This week we have some fun stuff to talk about. Okay, being in business, one of the things we spend so much time on is marketing. So this week, today, we're going to be talking about getting to the bottom line of marketing. There are so many marketing tricks and tips out there. There's the whole sales psychology thing and so many opportunities to fall into pits pits of just completely getting lost, getting lost in all the stuff that's out there, right? So the best way to spend time growing your business, the marketing, the best marketing for you mentally, physically, spiritually, as a Christian is about being in alignment with God and what he has asked of us in growing his business. So if you are ready to finally hear the bottom line, cutting out all the excess stuff, getting to the bottom of it, to hear something different and more stable than all of the trends, let's do this. Hey mama, welcome to your business calling. Do you finally want to get clarity on growing your online business and drop the confusion of ever-changing growth trends? Do you find yourself up late at night asking Google how to get past overwhelm and burnout? Do you wake up enthusiastic about hearing from God only to feel frustrated when you've invested in yet another program that steers you off course and subtracts from your bank account instead of adding to it? Hey, I'm Jennifer. I too was a capable, ambitious mama who wanted to use my God-given gifting to contribute financially to my family. I too felt like I was doing everything the gurus told me and still staying stuck. I kept thinking maybe I must not know enough yet or maybe I, I didn't hear from God right until I woke up to the truth that my confidence and business path came from Jesus and I was capable of not only squashing overwhelm but creating a business that would bless lives starting right here in my own home. In this podcast, you'll find victory in your authenticity, clarity on who and whose you are, confidence in growing your business the way God has called you to grow it so that you will finally feel that kingdom impact. Find your coziest chair, favorite coffee mug, and prettiest journal, and let's get started. Did you know that I have a free workshop recording all about how to take control of this chaotic feeling that we can easily slip into as online business entrepreneurs and how to pull ourselves out with help from Jesus. We cover all the things when it comes to his perspectives on what he's promised, who we are, what we're made to do, and how to pull it all together to be more aligned with him. So come on and join the joy that is you aligning with your authenticity. Link is in the show notes. All right, let's get started on this marketing conversation that we're going to have this week. I think that, yes, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And sometimes we can get really confused because we are seeking information. We are seeking something that works. We're seeking to control the outcome of what it is that we're trying to to put into place to bring further growth in our business, right? And you know, we are we are in this world and so we we are at points going to be required to get some really great uh, research, some great um, experiential conversation from people, some great words of wisdom. But we want to be sure that we are getting them from people that we share beliefs with like or Christian beliefs. So growing up in the world of trying to grow a business. I started a direct selling business when I was 23. So I literally grew up 
in um, the situation where I was wanting growth in a business endeavor. And I was responsible for doing most of that growth, right? Okay. And so what did that look like? That looked like me not knowing anything and uh, taking what was given to me as far as mentors. Um, and the situation was that leadership always suggested strongly that I stick with learning from people in the same space. So there was a certain way that we did things that made us unique in the marketplace and that we needed to stick within that body to learn from people that are doing it like we do it because the way we do it, quote unquote, is going to be the best way. So young girl getting started, not knowing anything and really just swam in that same pond for decades, for decades, for decades, for decades. And finally realized that there's just something that's not clicking. There's something that's not clicking. Perhaps uh, I was different than the people that I was being mentored by. Perhaps they were doing their thing. Perhaps that they were asked to do the way they were asked to do it. And I was trying to copy that. Not quite sure. And I don't think that part matters. But what matters is that I realized that there was some kind of disconnect and that I needed to change the way that I was doing things. And so my next step was that I started to look for other mentors outside of my company. And I found a bunch of just really exciting different ways to do things. And I saw a lot of hope there. And so I spent time there for a little bit and uh, thought that that was my, my landing place. And then 2020 happened, as it happened to everybody, and it really gave us all a moment to take a look at what was going on in life and make some changes. And that's when I decided that I wanted to do something on my own, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. And so just like anything, it's baby steps and it's one foot in front of another and I couldn't get where I am now if I didn't, you know, if I wasn't where I was then. And and I think there's a lot of grace in that, in changing directions. Uh, but really decided to take a look at what I was doing, how I was doing it, who has asked me to do this, and how I can be respectful to him, of course, God. And decided that uh, after several different things, uh, as part of the growth process, several different ways, several different ideas that I kind of played with, um, that the bottom line is just the bottom line. It'll always be the bottom line. Is that I'm here for God, with God, um, by the grace of God, and He is my ultimate provider and my ultimate director and my leader and has given me gifts, just like he's given you gifts. And my journey is not going to look like anybody else's journey. And you know what? The faster we realize that, including how we choose to build our businesses and market our businesses, the faster we get that into our brains, into our being, the faster that we can stop getting tripped up by shiny objects, shiny objects. We're walking through this this trail. We're walking on this path with God and the forest. And he directs our steps, and we get to look around and enjoy the journey. You know, our job is not to be distracted by gimmicks or trends or anything like that, but to be in in tune with whose we are and who we are in that regard. So what's a girl to do? What's a girl to do? (laughs) 
how am I, I mean, if I've not been experienced with anything, how would I know even to look for, you know, how, how would I know to run my business? How, how, if I didn't know something existed, could I just pull it out of thin air? Well, I don't think that's what we're supposed to do. I don't think we're supposed to just sit on our, on our butts and, and wait until some magic flashes before our eyes and God says, you've never seen this. This is why I'm giving you this idea. And I mean, he could do that. But I think that when it comes to marketing a business that he has given to us and we are growing it for him, we get to align it with things that he's already told us. It's not like we live one life for life and one different life for business. It's our life. And business is just a tiny part of our lives. Thank goodness, right? So I call this podcast Three Secrets of How to Do Your Marketing as a Christian Online Coach. And it shouldn't be a secret, should it? No, it shouldn't be a secret. It's just, it should be ingrained in how we live our lives and using it basically for business as well. So let's get started. The first way that we should be doing our businesses, marketing, growing our businesses, getting the word out there, um, is by using our spiritual gifting. Now, I don't think I knew about what spiritual gifting was. Maybe I learned it about 15 years ago. I may have heard about it once because my father-in-law is... um, Uh, went to seminary. And so I think that I had heard about it, but I didn't actually get into it until probably 15 years ago. And the idea is, is that as a Christian, you've been given gifts. Um, You've been given gifts and our job is really to utilize these gifts, stay in our gifts and live, live slash work with our gifts. Okay, gifts, strengths, whatever you want to call it. And I'm specifically speaking about motivational gifts because the motivational gifts are the, the way we do things. The, the way, like if you look at your life, if you look back on the path and you see uh, patterns, like you always have, you have a go-to. This is how you attack a, a problem. This is how you attack an issue. This is how you start the process. This, those are going to be your motivational gifts, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. But the motivational gifts listed out, there are seven of them. They're found in Romans 12, and I'm not going to go through the motivational gifts as what they are. You can, you can find that in uh, podcast 37 to 41, which I talk about the different motivational gifts and attributes and characteristics and all of that. So why are we staying in our motivational gifting, our motivational spiritual gifts? Uh, There's several reasons. I think that we're looking for enjoyment of the journey, right? We're looking for this to be something inspirational, something enjoyable. Would you not agree that staying in your gifting, the way that God has made you, the it factor, so to speak, if you want to call it that, that God has given you, it's going to make the journey easier. Now, there's still going to be effort put in, but let's just say it's going to be the simple kind of easy, not the I'm just sitting on my butt and everything is being given to me. I don't usually say butt so often. <laughs> I said it twice so far in my guess. Okay, so we want that. Number two, we waste time. If we are following around every sparkly, you know, sparkly squirrel out there, we're going to be wasting our time. That It's not going to be a good use of our time here on, on earth. 
to be doing things how we are not aligned to do them. And finally, I think the why behind this is that what bigger thank you can we give our creator than to use the gifts that he has given us? So where do we start with this one? Okay, if you have not taken a spiritual gifting assessment, then I would suggest hopping online. Type in free spiritual gifting assessment. Uh, I'm sure there, there'll be ones you could pay for. Maybe they'll give you some more details if you want to invest in that. I think that's great. Uh, but just get a starting point. And this is something that I'd like to develop. I'd like to develop a um, spiritual gifting assessment. I've not done that yet, but that's where you start just to learn, okay? And you're going to get some confirmation. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, that that is me. That Yes. And not only can you take that information to, you know, appreciate, be thankful for what you've been given, but also as a, as a way to always kind of key in on Am I, am I walking on the right path? Am I trying to get on somebody else's path? Okay, the second point, the number th- number two, is fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. And this is something that we know from a life perspective. Um, in fact, I have to say that I have only recently become familiar with exactly what fruit of the Spirit is and what it means. Maybe you're in the same situation. Um, but it's, the ideas about the fruit of the Spirit is a, a phrase that's found in the Bible in Galatians 5. It refers to, and I'm reading this um, from from a resource online, it refers to nine attributes of a Christian life inspired by the Holy Spirit living within them. These attributes are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And each of these qualities is important for living a life that's pleasing to God. And when we seek the presence of God with humility and faith, we can experience true joy and peace from living according to his will. The fruit of the Spirit is something to strive for daily, a fruitful life in communion with God. The Greek word translated as fruit refers to the natural product of a living thing. Paul used fruit, quote unquote, to help us understand the product of the Holy Spirit who lives inside every believer. The fruit of the Spirit is produced by the Spirit, not by the Christian. The Greek word is singular, showing that fruit is a unified whole, not independent characteristics. And so as we grow, all of the characteristics of Christ will be manifested in our lives. So what does the fruit of the Spirit have to do with running a business? A business. Okay. Because when we are met with ideas, um, strategies, uh, quote-unquote trends, we can take the growth that we've experienced with the Holy Spirit in us and kind of use it as a measuring device on could this possibly be from God, okay? And if it's not, then we know we should let it go. We should let it go. Are we feeling the things that God has told us? Are we feeling the... Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Is it, or, for example, are we are our eyes seeing things that are creating an emotional response in us that is telling us you need to buy this program, you need to do this thing, you need to be part of this mastermind? Because if we're not careful, that can that can put us in financial bad spots. Okay, and I know this from from experience. 
that you are watching something, maybe you're enamored by somebody, you're following them, you um, you like the way that they teach, you know, which is not anything bad. You know, which is not anything bad. But have you gotten quiet? Have you had this conversation with God? Have you asked for clarity? Have you kind of weighed it against the tools that you have, your spiritual, spiritual gifting, the fruits of the Spirit, to help you? come up with the choice that you're making. And uh, self-control is a big one because when your emotions get all in it and you're trying to desperately find a way to grow your business, you can hop on something that's not good, that's not worthy of your money, your time, your energy. Okay, so that's just one example. So what can you do? Okay, like I said, I have just learned, learned. Like I, I had heard it before, but I just learned, learned this within the past five years. And silly as it might sound, the only thing that really cemented it for me and made me aware in a way that I'm actually using it and I can use it as a measuring device is that there is this really silly song (laughs) that my kids were listening to. And uh, I guess it's a camp song. I I didn't go to camp. So it's a camp song about the fruit of the spirit is not a coconut. (laughs) The fruit of the Spirit is not a grape. The fruit of the Spirit is not an apple. And then it goes through what the fruit of the Spirit is in a fun song. Okay, so if you don't have this information cemented in your brain as a way to measure what you're experiencing in life, um, I suggest that you, I'll put put the link in the show notes, I think I can do that, Uh, learn the song. And it'll make you laugh, and it'll help you to remember these words. And I promise you, when you are at this crossroads, this will pop up, and you can weigh it, okay, against these ideas that you're seeing. Because I do think that God talks to us and shows us the steps, shows us the way, but we want to make sure that we are following his path and not one that's going to get us lost in the forest. All right, the next thing... Well, before I get to that, I had written down for the fruits of the spirit tattoo. Now, I don't <laughs> try to get you to get a tattoo. <laughs> I don't care about tattoos, um, but there is something that I saw. Something that I saw. If you don't want to listen to a silly song, something that I saw. I don't know where I saw it, but um, what it is is it's a temporary tattoo. And so I bet if you looked up temporary tattoo Christian scriptures, I bet you could find it. Um, it's a temporary tattoo that helps you memorize scriptures. You um, you put it on wherever your hand or whatever. And what a great conversation starter! But anyways, you put it on your hand, and it there's something about the temporary tattoo that helps you to memorize scripture. And that would be a great way for you to memorize this too. If you're not, if you don't like songs you don't want to hear if you don't want to hear silly songs about the fruit of the spirit maybe songs get stuck in your head it drives you crazy but that's another way that's another way you could also put it on your computer you could write it in your journal etc okay the next the final one the, the third one let's wrap up with this one um how about having another way to help only good things come into your brain that you're you're contemplating walking down this marketing path with God, how about a way to eliminate things that you don't even want in there, okay? This is um, what really helps me. Okay, and I, I don't know what it's actually called, but I do know that it's in, you can find it in Philippians, Philippians 4, 8. And it says, finally, 
whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. Let's, let's think about these things. Okay, so this is a way that you can get, it's almost like a filter. It's almost like a filter. You get only the good things are passing through this filter, and only the good things are the things you're going to consider. And then you can play into the fruit of the spirit, take into consideration your spiritual gifting. Okay. Um, why Why would this be a good idea? Why would this be? Because we need a filter. Would you not agree? I mean, compared to when you were growing up, however old you are, filters are becoming less and less apparent. They're, they're not out there. There's, there is, we're just being blasted, especially like if you live in a, a bigger town or a city, you're just being blasted. You walk out your door, is just full blast. Like I drive down the tollway here in Dallas and I sometimes I just have to close my eyes because there's just too many messages being yelled at me from bill, uh, bull, bull, billboards, billboards, <laughs> billboards, buildings, you know, whatever. So this is going to be the filter that helps to simplify your life. It helps to simplify what goes in because we know what goes in is what comes out. Okay, and how are we going to do this? Okay, I had given you some suggestions for the fruit of the Spirit. And you can apply those. I I think that um, you can also go, you can um, Google. Google these things. True, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy. You can Google that and you'll get a really pretty um, meme or or picture. Or you can just print it out and you can put it in your car. You can put it in your office. One of the things, because growing up I was not a big scripture memorizer, one of the things that has helped me to memorize scripture is take a tune that I'm really familiar with, and um, it's usually a nursery rhyme, uh, especially when I'm teaching the kiddos, um, and put the scripture to the tune of the song. And so for this one, I've used the Itsy Bitsy Spider, and believe it or not, I'm going to sing it for you. Are you ready? <laughs> going to be pretty. But it is an example. Okay, so this is what I sing to the kids on the way to school. Uh, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, let's think about the things. And it, it cements it in their head. And so at this point, there are nine and 13, I can just hum it. And I'm not humming the itsy bitsy spider. They know that this is it. And that 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 works that way. It it gels itself within you. And so this can be a really great filter for you. Great filter for you. All right, let's wrap it up, shall we? So we have talked about the three things that you can do to help with your marketing, to make sure that you are staying on your path, the one that God is creating for you every day and asking you to walk with him and trust him and rely upon him. And they are these three things. Number one, you can know what your spiritual gifting is. And we discussed why and how you can get into that, why you should get into it and how you can get into that. Number two is um, learning about and focusing on the fruits of the Spirit. So we can see how God is actually giving us the Holy Spirit to create these uh, emotions, these feelings within ourselves. And how are we feeling when we're doing our marketing? And then finally, Focusing on a filter so that only the good stuff is getting in in the first place. And that way we won't be so confused by so many options, okay? Um, whatever. And we, I, won't, I won't sing it again. <laughs> but it's the Philippians one. The Philippians 4.8. 
um, you can focus on that. So those are your three really handy tools that you are going to be using to stay in the path, stay in the faith, and be able to really rely on God to make this journey simple, sweet, enjoyable, um, and uh, that way you're not just excited when you hit a goal, so to speak, but you are excited every step of the way. I uh, hope that this message has reached you well, and I, I can't wait to chat with you next week. Uh, let's uh, let's end in prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us everything we need to walk out this calling that you've put on our lives to um, teach people online. Thank you for the opportunity to do this. Thank you, Lord, that it allies, allows, aligns with our spiritual gifting and it gives us the opportunity to reach the people you've asked us to reach. Thank you for keeping it simple for us. We are sheep and you are the shepherd and we want to follow you and hear your voice every step of the way. Please help us to rely upon these tools that you've given us so that not only can we achieve the things you've asked us to do, but also to inspire others to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, could you take 30 seconds and forward this podcast or or share it on social media with some other Christian mompreneurs for support and encouragement? And before you go, are you needing a little calm in your life? Like, God, please kick the chaos the marketplace is selling me to the curb. (laughs) I've got you, girl. Grab your copy of the Calm the Chaos Workshop and let God's alignment take over. The link to the recording is in the show notes. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. Okay, time to go unfollow some influencers. No more shiny object syndrome for me. I'll meet you back on Friday for another episode. Remember, success is in obedience. Bye-bye.